Welcome back to another episode of Hurt Words. Hurt words. So the words that hurt while being hurt. <laughs> Today, what I was saying earlier, what we want to get into is a different movie of genres or specifically horror movie genres and how they all seem to revolve around the same concept and writing just kind of never is the writing is just always shit yeah, writing is just always shit. <laughs> bunch of fucking loopholes shit don't make sense mm-hmm. none of that shit would happen in real life or well, a person's reaction wouldn't be that in real life well i know it wouldn't be my reaction to a lot of these fucking movies oh hell no a lot of these movies, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, like, most of these characters are fucking idiots. They really are. It's like, uh, I was watching earlier Cabin Fever, the first one. I haven't seen that movie in fucking years. So we finally, you know, I finally got to watch it. And while I was watching it, it's just one of those things. It's like, man, it's the same concept. You know, you get the, the same, like, base characters. You get the. I guess comedic relief, which would be the pothead stoner guy. You get the slutty girl. You get the leader guy. You get the douchebag, and then you get the fucking, I guess, the love interest. And when it comes like, I don't know who sits in Hollywood and like says, you know, we need to create our movies based off of other people's movies and other like genre, like other main things like. I don't know, it's just one of those things where it's like, after a certain point, where does the creativity come in? Like, you know, that's why I personally, I like a lot of uh, B-list movies uh, compared to mainstream movies, because a lot of mainstream movies are just the same shit. We watched, uh, what was that movie called yesterday? The Devil's Candy. The Devil's Candy. Granted, that had a few plot holes. You can't have a 100% good movie, but I give it a good ninety five percent, good ninety ninety five. That's pretty good. It was good, you know what I mean. Like the story was there. The I guess the, the cinema, cinematography was there. The fear aspect was there. And to be honest, most of the movies nowadays don't even fucking scare me because you can call it out way before it even happens. <laughs> But they, you can tell that they invested a lot into that movie, especially with. Uh, well, if you haven't seen the movie, spoiler alert. If you have seen the movie, movies. But, <clears throat> I mean, just think about how much they invested into that that painting, like that actual painting. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, yeah, you're talking about the movie, but I want to shine some light on the painting. Because that painting is, like, I'm not going to lie, like, I'm. Some reason every time it came up, I just was like immersed in it. Like I was just like, oh shit, mm-hmm. awesome. Like yeah, I was pretty. It's not every. It's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. I'm not gonna explain it to you. So when you see, you see it, or if you've seen it, then you know what I'm talking about. But like for some reason, 
I just, I just, I was just staring at it. That painting set a real, like, horrific tone. Like, for a horror film, that painting just really set that tone for you that made you, like, really feel, like, unease, but you can't stop looking at it because it was, like, there's a lot going on to it. There's a lot with it. And even with the person that, you know, kudos to the person that actually painted that for the movie. Mm-hmm. That shit was like, I should actually look that up. Like, I didn't even think about looking that guy up. Hey, kudos to that guy. Kudos to the writer and director that decided, like, that's the focus y'all are going to say they were going to go about with the movie because that really set, like I said, it set the tone to it that made me interested and kept me interested. It's like, you get like. And had badass fucking music. Bro, I had badass fucking music, bro. Like, shoot, like, oh my god, I had King Diamond. Well, it wasn't King Diamond, it was Metallica's version. But, uh, for personal faith, but, I mean, that whole soundtrack was fucking badass. Like, if you're into metal <clears throat> and horror, I think that's why I liked it so much. It's good to have good music, like, music I like, and it was horror. But it was actually, like, kind of scary. It kind of made you, it wasn't scary, like, you saw demons and stuff, and the demons look scary. No, it's like imagine a person really hearing voices in their head and going after motherfuckers. Like, mm-hmm. like that aspect. Like that, because that, that shit like that happens in real life. Like people get kidnapped all the time. So like, as far as that, like yeah, it's scary. But. Yeah, and then, and then it puts you in that real world perspective. Like it didn't put too much of like, oh the the. Demon was coming, man. I I can't really say what I'd do if a demon was after me, like this full fucking hell spawn demon. And that movie didn't have any of these like that. It puts you in an aspect of anybody who has a family or somebody that they care for, and puts you in that situation. Like it gives you that that like real that real aspect of it. Like damn, I was in this. Like the things I would do to protect my daughter. Like doesn't make you feel like you're just screwed. <laughs> it was one of those horror movies that like that added that weight, like that aspect of it added weight to the movie to me. It's it's it giving you that feel like what would you do to protect your daughter? What would you do to protect your family? And I'll I'll definitely give that movie four and a half stars. <laughs> and I like just out of, out of five out of five, yeah, four and a half. Highly recommend y'all go check it out. It's on Netflix. It's again, what was that called? The Devil's Candy. <laughs> Devil's Candy. Devil's Candy. There's a lot of garbage horror movies out there. <laughs> the majority of them are garbage horror movies. Yeah, but this one actually is pretty uh, it's pretty tolerable. Like you're, you're gonna like bits of this is about it. You're gonna hate bits of this is about it, but you're gonna like more bits of this is about it. You're gonna hate. Yeah, which is like which I would I'll say that it was a successful horror movie because there was more things I liked about it than I hated about it. Mm-hmm. Most definitely, Mega was like into the thing that I would like to give, like uh, give your top five horror movies, not give my top five horror movies. <laughs> like, you know, if you want to get that a roll, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'm on the spot. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I'll go first. Uh, I'll definitely say It Follows was one of those like intriguing movies to me that, you know, nothing really like happened, happened, but it was still like, it gave you that like eerie feeling. And any movie that could give me like an uncomfortable feeling to me gives it a little bit more success than failure because that takes a lot to get you out of your comfort zone just by watching a movie. Like to me, it does because I'm a very critical person. <laughs> so, with a movie like that, it follows. If y'all haven't checked that one out, I'm pretty sure I've seen it on Netflix. And if you haven't, I definitely get that one a, a try. Uh, what's, uh, what is that? <clears throat> John Blank. Uh, Would you rather? That's a, that's a decent movie. That's like one of those like horror films that kind of goes with like the saw aspect, the real psychological like parts of it, like the things where you play. It's a movie about playing truth or dare, or whatever, not truth or dare. Would you rather? Uh, you know, just basically a dude with money trying to play games. So he plays games with a bunch of people that need money really, really bad, makes them do a bunch of you know really crazy stuff that really puts you like, damn, I don't know what I would do. Really makes you think. What would you do if you were in that situation? So that's a definite, definite watch right there. I'd say. Um, so three more. Damn, I put myself on the spot with that one. <laughs> yeah, I don't really think I can list any because I really don't. Usually, like I only watch the horror movie like once, and then I'm done. Yeah, because. I mean, the whole point is to be scared. If you see a scary movie a second time, you've seen the movie, so you know what what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? Like, there's no, you just know, you just already know what everything, like, what's gonna happen. So for me, I don't even know. I, I wouldn't even have a list. The last one. <laughs> I guess a uh, replay value. I get what you're saying with that. Like, when it comes to replay value, the only time I like rewatch a horror movie would be would be like around people that you know haven't seen it so you know like you want to see how they react to the movie that'd be the only time i like to watch horror movies i don't ever really just sit back and like oh yeah i gotta check this out again <laughs> unless it's been you know a couple of years then maybe i'll really watch it just to to keep in there sure let me see what else would we do I don't, know, I don't. I don't really agree with a lot of the newer ones that come out, like the Tommy, the Medicaid's, the what else? Uh, the one with the guy that like starts off with them hanging from the tree. Sinister, Sinister. yeah, Sinister. I, the first one was good. I definitely liked Sinister. The first one, but the second one, I was just kind of like, eh, y'all doing too much. To kind of ruin the when you try to franchise that's another thing that ruins horror films to me is when they try to franchise when they start going too far like saw saw was a good movie at first and then even the second one was good i think the second one was in when they were in the house yeah the second one was all right the first one was crazy mm-hmm. i remember seeing that when i was a kid i was like holy shit yeah it's right there laying down on the fucking tank bro and all i could think of was like how because at some point I gotta take a shit. Bro. At some point I gotta take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Like 
I don't think he just sit there. I don't know. I think he took a pill or some shit like that if they if I remember. I don't know. They go back and forth way too much. That's what makes it like too much of a web movie. It's like me and uh my wife were getting into it, not getting into it, but we were arguing about it the other day. We were saying like what happened to the guy that was the in the first one, the one that just stayed there. They got locked in there and she said he became a Accomplice or whatever. I was like, I don't even know anymore. I could have sworn he just straight up died in there. But <laughs> like, maybe he came over. I don't know. They started doing way too much with him. Really. Like, when you have a good thing, just let it be a good thing. As a as a writer, just let it be a good thing. Let it. Don't try and do too much with something. There's always putting too much flair. This guy's creeping me out, bro. This guy looking at us. Yeah, this guy. Like, we got YouTube <laughs> in the background. This just to have something on and it's somebody looking into the camera but he's looking into the camera so it looks like he's looking right at us yeah like he's just watching us fucking terrifying bro i know this is just a hurt freaking thought right there but i was uh last night when the, the xbox wasn't like working uh-huh. and i had to restart it or whatever and it's sitting on the xbox screen i was like said Xbox One, and like right in the middle, it just looks like two eyes looking at you, so I was just like, they just watching us. <laughs> they just fucking watching us. Like the way the Xbox One is spelled out in between the uh, O and the X, and then the one, like the Xbox, the O-X-O into the one, it's just like, it just looks like something's dead ass looking at you, because you have two letters over here, two letters over here, and then you have the three of them looking at you, and it's like, Freaky. <laughs> like that, that I guess we could segue into to different like uh times we felt like watched. I don't know. Well I don't watch all the time because of my political views. Oh and I, I say a lot of key words that you know, whatever um, algorithms they use to start the monitoring process. I know I I'm pretty sure I activate a bunch of them. You know, my TV's watching me for the shit that I watch. The laptop's watching me for the shit that I watch, read, believe, whatever. And, and I'm a pretty vocal person when it comes to politics. And I have a very strong opinion on people that I don't like the world of politics. That I know that like get me us banned or could potentially get us like shadow banned from Anchor or Twitter or Apple Podcasts or Pocket Cast or Radio Public, we're on, we're on all of those. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, I say things like "fuck Hillary Clinton," probably start recording. I say like "John Podesta is a pedophile, no pedophile, killed Chester Bennington." That'll get me you know, I'm pretty sure they start recording now. So fuck you guys recording. Said <laughs> my Chile, but I mean, I go watch all the time, right? all the time. My yeah. phone. Me, like me, me. Yeah, I know they're watching. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like we live in that Big Brother era where like everything we do sets on everything, and then we agree to this shit. Like what we were talking about yesterday, just about like uh, you say. I know like our viewers or listeners. Uh, I know each one of y'all had a point where y'all were talking about something. And then all of a sudden on Facebook or Instagram or even Twitter or anything like that, any of your social media handles or your 
just your search engine too. Your search engine will do the same thing where it like picks up words that you're saying so that it advertises to you. And, and we were talking about it, like we agree to this this technology that lets us get monitored like that. Like yesterday we were talking about the needs to be a natural born killer. <laughs> and before I started noticing it with uh, maybe like something that I I'd search on my, my my search engine and then I'll go like the Google search engine and then I'll go look on my Instagram and my Facebook and all of a sudden there's advertisement for that. It'd be something like a dog bark uh, collar or something like that or a dog kennel or something like that. <coughs> Excuse me. And then all of a sudden I'm getting all these like advertisements from it. So it's like, man, I definitely know they, they are eventually listen to what we're speaking of specifically here on our podcast and the stuff that we tweet and the stuff that we talk about on our social media. Oh, yeah. You know what? I say it's one of those things like we here, we don't really give a fuck. We don't believe in like censoring ourselves strictly for the agendas of other people. You know what I mean? We definitely like all we hear when it comes to hurt words, that's all it is. It's just putting that information out and not trying to give it, not trying to give y'all diluted information strictly because of we know them watching us. Like we know y'all are watching us and listening to us. So I mean we are in a public server and even in our private servers. We know y'all are listening. Give a hearty fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that. that's what I have to say too. If I turn up that, I think it's like suicide. Oh, no, I'll do the murder because you know we're waking up the, the masses and because we're minorities with these ideologies. But if I turn up dead, guys, I didn't care myself because I'm not. I, I don't ever think. I mean, currently in the state of mind that I'm in right now, I, mean, I don't think about suicide. I don't know. I don't live this life for myself too much anymore. Like you know, when you have family and you know what the world is consisting of, it's not about me anymore. It's all about just making this place a better place for everybody. I have my family that has to live here. So even if I'm gone, like even if I fell into the thought of suicide, like life is still gonna go on here, and that just makes me one less. I guess itch on the back of uh, globalists and global corruption and stuff like that. So I would never, never, like not not in this day and age or not in this point in mind. I'm not that type of person that would try to kill myself. So like, like Jeremiah said, if I ever come up dead and they talk about oh he committed suicide, like, fuck that. Especially as we we venture forward and become more influential in the things that we try to push out there. Just know if we ever, if y'all start sensing the change up, yo, speak on it. <laughs> and let that be a motive yeah. for you. Don't let that deter you. Just know if there's people that's trying to silence us, they're trying to silence us for a reason. So, and our whole yep. thing is to keep y'all, y'all educated. Not, I won't say educated, but keep y'all informed and keep y'all more, yeah, keep the hunger for information going. I think that's what they try and do is kill we're people. real people. We're real people. You know, I'm Hispanic. My Hispanic nationalist, libertarian slash conservative. So I mean, I'm not too conservative. I'm not very politically correct. I'm into the world of politics, but 
If I want to fucking cuss, I want to fucking cuss because it's my right to say whatever the fuck I want to say. Hell fucking yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so when you have people who know that, when they're aware of their rights, when they know, you know, they're educated on, 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 on your constitutional rights, you have and even your God-given rights as a human being, that scares them. Especially because Tim's black, Bob's mm-hmm. Hispanic. We're aware. We're aware of just how shitty every aspect, ass backwards, everything in the fucking world is. And we like to smoke. You know what I mean? Like that is that is a bridge builder right. to opening different people's minds. That is the bridge builder. Okay, that, that, that's the bridge. That's why they're gonna silence us. I feel like they even tried to silence us because we're real motherfuckers. What's that? Okay, like I'm I'm up to I'm up to par <coughs> with this stupid fucking Robert Mueller investigation that was just a, a complete sham. I mean, everybody knows it was a complete sham. Thank God the Iran deal has been fucking stepped on and thrown into the fire. Okay, you got people like Alyssa Milano bitching about how all Obama, everything Obama did is going away. Thank God it's going away, because if you don't know what Obama did, you're a fucking idiot that's too distracted and doesn't pay attention to shit that actually affects their lives. Because if you like waking up and smoking a blunt, you're not going to be able to if you don't fucking pay attention to what goes on in the world of politics, okay? Because you could end up a fucking slave voluntarily becoming a slave because you think you fucking know everything and you don't, you're ignorant, all right? But you have people like Alyssa Milano who goes to fucking anti uh, to protest the NRA, uh, saying that we need to, uh, you know, get rid of guns and take everything, take civilians' guns away. When she's there at the event with armed fucking guards, it doesn't make any fucking sense to me. All right, and I'm not that very smart, but that if you're trying to, if you're telling regular people out there, give up your guns. We need to get, we need to get rid of guns, but I'm scared of you guys, so for my own safety, I'm going to hire armed guards to protect me from you. That doesn't make any fucking sense. So that's why Hurt Words is a big fucking bullseye. We have a big fucking bullseye on our backs. Right? Because we know we're not just fucking regular pot smokers who get hurt and then they're not productive. No, we do shit all the fucking time. All right? We're badass fucking fathers. We're badass fucking patriarchs of our family. We know what the fuck we're talking about. We're not fucking losers. It just... No, we're not. We're, we're awake. We're very conscious and intellectual beings. Mm-hmm. And it's all That's what's right. dangerous about fucking hurt words. So if you listen to hurt words, just follow us on Twitter, hurt words. Follow us on Instagram, hurt words with the Z. Send us a fucking email, hurt words with the Z at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter. Share the fucking podcast. Soon we're going to be posting up videos on YouTube because you know what? I'm done being fucking scared. I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want. If they can show dead fucking bodies on YouTube without that video being pulled down, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. If, people, if other people aren't following the community guidelines, why should I follow the community guidelines? All right? So I'm done. I'm, I'm done being scared. Her word is going to be fucking expanding everywhere thanks to everybody listening. So share the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts. Radio Public, Pocket Cast, the Anchor app, listen to us wherever the fuck you want to listen to us and share the podcast. Yeah. We can do this together. 
Exactly. You have a voice. Like that's what we are pushing, and that's what's going to be dangerous to to. And when I say, I'm trying to figure out like the specific direction. I can't. I hate saying just straight up globalist, but that's you know anybody that's fucking the world of politics is full. It's just riddled with fucking globalists. And that's what I say when it's politics, when it's when it's media, when it's all these people that try and tell you to be scared to do anything that you want to do. Like, hear her words, our fucking thing is fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what we want y'all to feel like. Fuck you. Always go up and speak your voice. Don't be afraid to fucking speak your voice in the sense of uh, what you feel is just and what you feel is right. You know what I mean? They want you like, to question yourself. Like, exactly. Oh, this should I go out there and put myself on the line? Like, uh, 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 they want you to be on that fucking mm-hmm. that that fence. That like that they instill that in you. Mm-hmm. That 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 failure of reassurance within yourself. That 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 lack of confidence in mm-hmm. yourself. The anxiety, the worry, the fear. They they implement that into you. That's why they shed. That's why they always on TV shows. It's always people fucking dying or people struggling mm-hmm. or, or feel bad, feel bad, feel sad, feel sad, cry, cry, cry. Like everywhere, the world. Like it's not the, the real world. My life is not filled with just a bunch of negativity and sadness. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Express yourself. Don't be scared. I'm not. I'm not anymore. I'm not anymore. I'm fucking done. I'm absolutely done. I'm fucking heated. Hey, that's the biggest thing. That's one of those things. Like you can't even be afraid of death. Like even if you die, at least you die in the sense of like I did what I can with my life. I did not hold back to become part of somebody else's agenda strictly because they wanted me to. Because at the end of it, you're gonna die anyway. So it's like one of those things. While we're here on this earth, live up your life. Live up how you want to live, and don't let anybody take that shit away from you. Because we aren't doing that shit here. Like, fuck that. You know what I mean? You don't live for something, you'll die for nothing. Exactly. Like, we'll always be fucking dying for nothing. For absolutely fucking nothing. Strictly because we're fucking pawns in it in a fucking big-ass game. And, you know, if I'm gonna play this fucking game, damn right I'm gonna fucking play it to the folks. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna sit here and try and play them in their fucking role just because they tell me I have to be like... As a black person, I always grew up thinking that you have to be a certain way for you to get in where you fit in or whatever the situation is. They tell me I have to act like your your peers or the media or anybody tells you that you have to act a certain way in order for you to be a certain way. Growing up, anytime I grew up and I grew up poor in a poor area but eventually moved to a, a different school with, you know, a good amount of, uh, I guess, white people. And when it came down to it, you know, when I was in eighth grade, seventh grade, I fucking, that's when I got into skateboarding. When I got into skateboarding, fucking, that was one of those things where everybody told me, all my black friends or all my family or anything like that, they told me I was acting white. Or because I talked a certain way, they told me I was acting white and all that <laughs> bullshit. It's like, man, fuck all that. Fuck that. You know what I mean? And if you look at the skateboarding game today, and most of the fucking badass pros are black. Like, black people took over that fucking game. It's like... Minorities, they got Paul Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. Minorities took over that fucking game. Yeah. And it's like, it's not... You're not segregated to what you want to believe, man. Our minds were supposed oh, to be yeah, free thinkers. Not. And that's what, like, going back to the weed thing, that's what's 
the danger with weed is that we're talking about really connecting people through the aspect of marijuana. You know what I mean? No matter what you believe, like I to me, I bet you if you sit down with three blunts and took a advocate more than the most racist person, at least me and my person, that you could sit me down with the most like racist person ever known, or the most hateful person that I've ever known, and sat down with three blunts, guaranteed we would have came to some type of understanding of each other's mindsets to understand why we think the way we think. And guaranteed we wouldn't end that shit off with a fucking, oh, well, I gotta kill you, or oh, I gotta hate you now because of this. You know what I'm saying? Like That's all it is. Like, people don't talk nowadays. Exactly. People don't talk nowadays. I was talking about my, to my mother about the, how my, my brother, uh, I personally feel like it's better that my brother gets hurt and stays here because my brother is like a ticking tampon. Because you tell me something, I'm going to fucking tell you back. You tell me something that I don't like, I'm going to tell you something back. Mm-hmm. Right? Not not because you're just telling me random words and my feelings are getting hurt. No, like if you disrespect me, mm-hmm. I'm going to let it let you know that, hey, you disrespected me. Mm-hmm. All right? My brother just holds everything in, you know. But when he gets hurt, he's able to talk. Exactly. You know what I mean? So like, it just people need to just fucking just need to talk, get to know the other fucking like the other person. Express yourself. You know yourself. what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure if we, like Tim said, we take the time to understand why. The, let's say it is just the most racist person known to man. Like we, if we got to know him, he would, you would have a better understanding of why he's racist. You know. Exactly. And you'll know that at the end of it, you'll find out guaranteed nine times out of ten, you'll find out that it wasn't his fault. It's not yeah. his fault that that's the way he thinks. You know what I'm saying? We all have implement, implanted mindsets. Growing up watching dumbass fucking slave movies, growing up watching, like, that implements me to be a hateful person towards white people. And that's how I was growing up. When I was really think about it, that's like stereotyping. Oh, hell yeah. It's all stereotypes. Like, it puts you into that stereotypical angry, like, this is why the angry black man fucking thing comes up. Because, yeah, people are angry, but don't let that fucking agenda you. Don't let that push you towards your own, like, free thing. Free thing for yourself. Like, this is why I can't stand watching those old school fucking Jim Crow era movies or watching slave movies or watching anything that they what even the the ones that aren't just specifically showing white people in the negative will show white people in the good light to tell them like a different that's still manipulation. Like we were watching the blind side uh the other day and I can't stand that fucking movie. Like so much bullshit was happening in that movie and they tell you like I can tell that movie was directed towards white audience strictly for that that like, yeah. white guilt. You know, I mean they pushes guilt. that white guilt to the white audience. Same with the, the black anger. Those movies push that black anger like like oh feel sorry for black people. Mm-hmm. Feel sorry for black like, people. Uh, growing up in the hood, like they showed a scene in that movie where it's just, you know, it's like four dudes just chilling outside the front of the room. <coughs> Excuse me, chilling outside the projects when Sandra Bullock's character goes to drop off a big black dude. Can't think of his name, but fucking Big Mike. They she goes to drop him off, and then the black dudes are just sitting there, just like they make him look like the most menacing characters, and they make them be they, just extra yeah, shit. Yeah, they really like, man, Why? When growing up in the hood, guaranteed it is not like that. People don't just fuck with you for no fucking reason. <laughs> like 
growing up in the projects, they do not just fuck with you. Like, just because you're walking by, you know, guaranteed. Yeah, like, there probably are some fucking clown ass motherfuckers yeah. out there, maybe in different, at least here in my city, growing up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, like, guaranteed, you go, anybody who lives in the projects can say that there's that white family or that Asian family or that fucking just random ass person that doesn't look like they would live in a neighborhood like that. Oh, or yeah. Live in that neighborhood because oh, yeah. they know motherfuckers don't fuck with you like that. They don't just randomly, like, Oh, I'm gonna just fuck with this person just to fuck with this person. You know what I mean? Like they, they they portray so much bullshit in the media and in these these movies that that people love to go watch. These Oscar nominated movies, oh, showing like the uprising of like black characters. Like to me, the ultimate message at the end of those that doesn't get pushed, but I take like overcome no matter what the fucking circumstances it are. That's why I like fucking, I hate them, you said when you touch back on, I'm just say this for a second, that's why I like what Kanye was saying, is just overcome no matter what state you're in, no matter what what you feel like, oh, there is a bunch of bullshit, you know what I mean, that happens in this country to minorities. There is, like 100%, everybody knows that. But that doesn't mean you have to fall victim to it. That does not mean you have to hold that shit down and let that shit happen, you know what I mean? Like, I've been pulled over for cops. I'm, I'm, I've been bullshitted by authorities. I've been bullshitted by people. I've had fucking, I could go, I could name five fucking racial experiences I've had through my life straight up, right off the bat, but that doesn't make me who I am, you know what I mean? Like, that doesn't tear me down to the point where I gotta act a different way because I hate when people say I'm a product of my environment. If you can sit there and tell yourself that you're a product of your environment, that just means you don't want to do any type of free expression. You don't want to be yourself. You want to be what you felt like you were bred to be, and that's not what we're here. That's that's not what I believe. That's not what you're just like everybody else. Exactly. You're just a clone like that. They're trying to push out to play the game. You're just like molded chess pieces that are being told you're going to be a pawn. You're going to be a bishop. You're going to be a queen. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And then you just say, you know what? All right, cool. Yeah. Like, hey, man, everybody has their own mind for a reason. Everybody. We all have different DNA for a reason. Like, we are all ourselves. We are all meant to be ourselves. Like, fuck the bullshit that this this world teaches you and tells you that you have to fucking follow that. Like, that's one of those things I, I cannot stand is people just fucking saying that they're a product of their environment and just going by what they fucking what they have to do just taking what they can you know what i mean to me it's all excuses and if you find yourself like before like this is one of the things that i do for myself before i try and stay state something like a reason why i don't want to do something or a reason why i do something i follow myself thinking am i just making an excuse like before, hell yeah, I was making excuses for jobs when I was younger. Like, I'd have to go take fucking two buses to go to fucking work somewhere. And then I'll find myself like, I could get, I have every, like, it sucks that it's a, like a, a longer process that I have to take two buses to get to work. And then I wake up and I tell myself, oh, uh, I don't 
have change for the bus or some shit like that. I don't, I don't know if I'm coming up with the right like analogy for it, but basically coming up with an excuse. I know when I'm coming up with excuses versus just doing something that I know I can do. Like, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, it sucks at times. And you don't have to do the shit forever. But understand when you know you got to do something for yourself, just do it and don't make excuses for yourself. Like, uh, like I think Tim's the one that said it. But I agree with it. Like, it's true. You have to at least try, right? I don't even remember the analogy. But I don't even remember the thing you said. But you said something. I'm paraphrasing. You said if you don't try, you're gonna fail 100 of the try. But if you try, mm-hmm. you at least it's, yeah, it's a 50 50 chance. Yeah, you get a 50 50 chance that hey, it it works out for you, or shit, it doesn't work out for you. But you know what? Even then, just you just go back to the drawing board. You come back with something different. You don't just give up. You don't. That's why I was, I mean, me and Tim got so much shit going on together. Like, we got the podcast, we got the, the comic, we got some other shit we want to do as well. We're probably up there that we are going to do. Like, the entity of hurt words, we will never give up on that. Like, everything that is a product of what we come up with as hurt, like, is, like that's what I believe is our entity, hurt words. And that's our comic book, that's our, um, our, our podcast, our videos, our, our, even down to our gaming. Like, that's what we are going to be about. Like, we will, like, I'll never fucking give up on this shit. I know Jeremiah, I'll never give up on this shit. This is what, I this do. what we want to do. Like, as a personal experience, like, I, I, like even myself as Rimrock, that was the entity I created for myself, was Rimrock. When I was tired of being Tim, I felt lost as Tim. Like, that's when I was mouthing off all the time, like, going back on my Facebook. Like, you look on my Facebook records and stuff like that, I, I've said some dumb shit over my Facebook. And I've, like, burnt a lot of bridges over dumb shit that I did not know what I was talking about. I was just angry. I was just running off of guilt emotion. And when it comes to that bullshit, like, I create myself, like, I got tired of that. I got tired of being an angry black person mad at everybody for for not fucking i guess understanding me the world isn't going to understand you everybody is not going to understand you so that's one of those things you got to let go that people aren't going to understand what you're talking about but there are people that will not everybody's going to understand you but there are people that will so me creating me creating myself recreating myself as rimrock and becoming the artist that i am becoming the like the animator that I want to be, like, that's one of those things that I've always, like, I, not always, but over the past three years, I've been refining and really working my damnest to be. And I would never, like, even earlier this year, I wanted to give up on that. No, it was at the end of last year, I wanted to give up on that. I wanted to give up on being real. And I stopped, like, you can look at my Instagram now and see that I haven't posted since, like, late November or early December or something like, you'll see all this artwork that I posted, all of my stuff that I was going through. And then it just stops because somebody decided they wanted to steal my bag and steal pretty much everything that I felt like I was because in my bag, I had my computer, which had everything, my flash drives, which had my 
my saved artworks, which what I did most of my work on, and I felt fucking low as shit. I wanted to give up. Like, in a sense, I gave up for a while, but I did not give up. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Like, I can never give up that because that's who I am. You know what I mean? Find yourself and be yourself for always and you'll never fucking let anybody take that shit from you. Even if they even if they try. The message I'm saying is that people are going to try and take you from you. Like people you don't even know, people you will never even see in your life will try and take you from you. But don't ever let that shit stop you. The only person that can take you from you is you. And that, yep. Like that that resonates in me like very highly. And I want that to resonate across all our listeners to always be yourself and never let nobody take that shit away from you. Do you want to take a second to mention again? I know we always do this every episode, but I'm going to keep doing it. Well, we're going to keep doing it. But uh, if there's anything you'd like for us to promote for you guys or review or whatever the fuck, uh, we'll do it. You don't even even have to to pay us. Uh, But we're going to give our honest review. Like if you send us something and it fucking sucks, I'm going to tell people out there not to fucking buy it because it sucks. But if it's really fucking badass, and I'm going to tell everybody that, hey, this thing's really fucking badass. This service is really fucking badass. This strain is really fucking badass. This strain is fucking shitty. Whatever it is. Now, the SP, if Dizzy Wright is listening, I definitely want to try your strain, Dizzy OG. He's a writer, he's a rapper, but he has his own strain of uh green if you feel like you out there hey, that's a strain. Or Anybody? stars of death. I really wanna do stars of death, bro. I just wanna try it. I gotta see what it talks about. Because I'm not gonna lie, the last time I had edibles, they're like ten milligrams each that are like can I give ten something. I don't know how much I gave the tip, but like I remember took the first one and didn't do shit. It's like ten milligrams. I took two back to back and do shit. Like, uh, I think I took like six at the same time. Absolutely never. So I don't know if I'm like a at least like a hundred mil guy or a hundred twenty five mil guy. So I feel like one star may be enough for your boy, but I don't know. Shit, recommend us some shit. You know, follow us on Twitter. Follow us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, the Anchor app, and you know, share the podcast, spread the word, spread the fucking word. Tomorrow we'll be coming back with another episode. We got seven, and then we got eight right now with this one. But please, guys, spread the word. We can all prosper together. If there's any last words, Randy, you want to say, go ahead and give it to the people. Hey, last words, I'd say stay hurt, stay woke. Let y'all people, like you said, share us. Share us on Instagram, share us on Twitter, share us on whatever social media you're on. Let the people know that there's other people that live there are just like y'all that day. Listen and I want to talk. You know what I mean? He said, you know, the email us at her words, H U R T W O R D Z at gmail.com. Uh, send us an email on, on our stocks. You know what I mean? Give us the feedback, comments. You know, we're always 
always here to reach out to y'all if y'all ever need anything from us, you know what I mean? If y'all ever just want opinions, y'all just want to chop it up. Hit us up, drop us a line. We're always here. Yeah, yeah, always here. Remember, guys, don't let that anxiety get to you, man. Don't stress out. Yeah. Forget the worry. Don't let that, that fear eat away at you. You're never alone. You're never alone. I always say that at the end of every episode. You're never alone, guys. Talk this shit out. Don't be afraid. We're, we're all human beings. We're not perfect. You're never alone. There's strength in you. Hurt words. Hurt nation. It was good chatting with you. I hope you guys are hurt. Stay hurt. Get hurt. Get more hurt. Get even more hurt. <laughs> you know, do what you got to do. We love you guys. Peace out. Woo.